I am Iron Man. You think you're the only superhero in the world? Mr. Stark, you've become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. Who the hell are you? Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. All right, all right. Welcome back to another podcast here hosted by another Marvel guy with my buddy Colin. What's going on, man? How's it going? I'm glad to be back. Let's get it. Yes, yes, sir. Episode two here. This is going to be our Infinity Saga watch experience. Going to dive into it from two different perspectives. Uh, but first thing, housekeeping as always. You can find us on Twitter at another Marvel G, Instagram at another Marvel G. Of course, the podcast we're here on Anchor, also on Spotify and Apple Music, and the biggest one out of them all, YouTube. Yes. At Go another- follow. Why do I keep saying that? It's not follow either. We suck at this. Yeah, no, we're not good. We gotta you gotta subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube page at another Marvel G. It's not even at. What am I saying? It's another Marvel guy only. Just kind of combining all of your socials there. Yeah. Oh well. Um but all right, we do have a new cover coming out for the podcast, the official one. Uh had a cartoon one made out for us. So I don't know. Uh I was a big fan of it. It and looks good. I think, good. I think at first it was uh, passing the Uncanny Valley. Stuff kind of didn't look realistic, but but it's good now, so I'm proud of it. Even though we didn't yeah. do any work and we paid money for it. But still, I'm proud of it. For I'm proud of it. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Got some nice posters. Title's good, but all right. Well, uh, that will be unveiled on Wednesday, so when this comes out. So you guys will already have seen it. Yes. You watch the draft this weekend? Kind of. I don't know. I was in and out. Once I remember that the Steelers had the 49th pick because they traded all their picks away, I kind of zoned out. I'm a Steelers fan, by the way. Although yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of trash now. So are the Giants, oh, yeah. though. So yeah. There's not really much I can say there. Yeah. I, I was happy with the Giants picks. Finally, I think the first good draft in probably about, I don't know, years. Yeah, didn't you guys get a lineman in the first round? Like always? Lineman. No, we haven't drafted a lineman that early in a while. Oh, okay. Offensive lineman. Yeah, okay. I got you. Well, and then yesterday, Endgame, one-year anniversary. Oh, really? That's insane. Did you not know? No, I didn't know. That's awesome. Did you imagine if this movie was coming out this year? I don't even... Like, oh, I mean, it would have been ruined at the end of the day. Like, Yeah, the whole I, movie would have been ruined. Just the... It was I mean, like dude, the perfect build-up. Like, it was a year from Infinity War. Like, if we had to wait longer, like, I feel like the hype would have died out significantly. The marketing was so good. Yeah. So good. They didn't give anything away, too. No, nothing at all. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw some of the audience reactions, though. I just thought of my own uh, when Cap finally lifted the hammer. And yeah. Was that, was, that was crazy. And then I, I think coming. the biggest theater reaction was the reaction where no one spoke at all at Tony's death. That letter that comes on and like it feels like the air is just sucked out of the room. Oh yeah. All you hear is like little sniffles and that's it. Not a single other sound. Yeah, I had like a ten year old girl next to me start crying when it happened and I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't feel the exact same way. 
No, honestly, I, uh, yeah, uh, same thing happened to me. Not cried like that, but I had had a tear roll down. See, here's game. the thing, though, is that I didn't get that sad during Endgame because it just felt so fulfilling. But during Infinity War, when Tony gets stabbed on Titan, like, uh, that's I thought he was dead there. So, like, I shed a little bit of tears for him. But, you know, then obviously he just glued himself back together with whatever magic he has. With Dude, the, I remember cut you off, but uh, yeah, you're yeah. good. Not to cut you off. Uh, well, you did. Honestly, so. <laughs> I know Mike Stud does that in his podcast all the time. It was not to cut you off, but uh, and he just goes <laughs> in. Cut you off. <laughs> uh, whatever. Fuck it. We'll just move yeah. on here. Um, here's the main portion of the episode. Here, we're just gonna dive right into it. It's our Infinity Saga watch experience. I had a couple people ask me about it. Um, kind of how I started mine, um, where Colin started his. So we're kind of going to go almost not. not like we both started here, at very different points. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about, about our experiences and uh, which way is actually better, maybe, to yeah. view the experience. So uh, I didn't start until Ragnarok came out, which was like 2017. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's not even been three years, maybe yeah. three years coming up soon. Um, you did watch them all in like less than two or three months kind of flew through them yeah i flew through it yeah and i think it was a pretty fun experience i don't know i, mean, I think starting from 2000 you started in what 2008 yeah i mean i watched iron man i didn't see iron man in theaters but i knew of all of the movies i didn't start going to the theaters till after the first avengers because like i kind of knew what they were doing but I like didn't believe it until I saw it. And then once Avengers came out, it was like all in. Dude, you know what the MCU feels like? What? It feels like uh when you're playing Xbox, whatever, and you just like build a team and you're like, Yeah, I wanna I wanna see this team, like no matter what. Whether that's like in Madden or like you're like, putting together your dream team, like a fantasy. Yeah, game. like pe- yeah, like people just want to build teams and have like these like massive like multiplayer type games. That's like kind of what the MCU is like. It's just well, a whole bunch of characters like thrown together. It's like awesome. Yeah, like I, I mean, I agree with you, but it it was something that was kind of unprecedented, you know, back in 2008. It's crazy to think about now that everyone's oh, yeah, kind of yeah. trying to connect different movies, and that's the way to get big actors in and. You know, this whole cinematic universe phenomena that was started by the MCU. And the only reason I think it worked for the MCU and say not like, you know, the mummy and that like monster verse they tried to start is because they really did have a universe to already build it off of. I mean, in my mind, they basically just created a, uh, you know, another universe within the multiverse of the comic universe. But this time it's just on screen, you know? Yeah, yeah, which is it's it's crazy, honestly. Insane. I mean. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I can't really explain it. I don't know. I guess we'll just start from the top, though, yeah. here with Iron Man. Um, I remember you first put it on. You're like, I mean, yes, yeah, you're like, this movie's okay. And, you know, I for me, I've only seen, I saw the first Avengers. I saw the original Cat movie. I did see Iron Man 1 and part of Iron Man 3. And but, then, it's, uh, but it's it, not but like, like you haven't been exposed to seeing. Like, just the, I mean, and obviously you're a big Transformers guy, which is hilarious to me because the <laughs> quality of story between Transformers and the MCU is astronomical. But 
Don't hate on I the first one. Optimus I, is the greatest hero okay. of all time. Okay, who gives better speeches, Optimus Prime or Captain America? So honestly, I have to go with I have to go with Optimus. Oh, how could dude, you? Optimus has Optimus has the best one-liners, dude. Yeah, nothing else I, is better. Yeah. That is one thing I will say about Cap's speeches, especially in Endgame when they're all about to go on their mission. I wish they like spent more time on his face because they kind of do like the. It's kind of just like a voiceover over them getting ready, where he's like, "We know our mission. We got our jobs." And dude, okay. I, I wish they that zoomed in on his face. Yeah. Okay, anyways, but so the when the first Iron Man came out, uh, I just remember thinking, holy crap, this CGI is insane. I mean, it looked real, and that's kind of where you watch behind the scenes that, like, John Favreau and Kevin Feige were like, we could do Iron Man because it looks realistic. And I'm pretty sure they talked about seeing Transformers and being like, yeah, they could do it, so we can. Yeah, and way So better. that's, like, an I mean- added level, right? It's like, you had already seen iron man and pop culture by then you'd already seen the avengers you'd seen even bigger better cgi but just to start with iron man 2008 was just like it literally looked real literally yeah the the iron man suit in that movie actually looks the best out of them all it he Um, used more practical that's yeah yeah behind the scenes stuff like the uh the original suit like the mark one is they made that whole entire thing did they really yeah, I think it was like 100 pounds or something. Oh, yeah. Did you was... see that at the uh, Philadelphia Marvel convention thing? Yeah. Yeah, that place was awesome. I really I wish hope... I would. Dude, hopefully they do it again. It was really cool. And they plus they'll have all the updated stuff now from... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if we ever see these movies. It'll be at the next Avengers. <laughs> yeah, which is in 2024, I think, in May. If it ever comes out. It's like if it ever, ever comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get back into that real quick, we didn't really talk about the delays, so just want to skip into this. This will be the last uh, dumb switchover. Um, but real quick, Black Widow staying at November 6th. You think it comes out? Uh, I don't know. Percentage? I think, I don't know. AMC is not opening their doors for a while, right? I'm just, percentage-wise, I'd probably say. yeah. I'd probably say 33% chance that it comes out. That's just off the top of my head. So, what about you? Um, 60-40 right now that it comes out. 60 it does come out and 40 yeah. it doesn't? Okay. I think Black Widow is kind of safe in November. I mean, unless a second wave hits. If a second wave hits, uh, I'll call it a day. Yeah. They should just... Re- <sighs> Like like we w- talked about before, I wish they would just release it on Disney Plus, but they never would do that. They would never do Scarlet Dirty like that. Yeah, that'd be cool if they had like a section of Disney Plus where it could be like an add-on. So and like you, you pay just money. Buy it. Yeah, but like we cool. all tune in at one time. Like that we can all sick. rent it at like a Saturday night at like eight o'clock. All tune in and be crazy. Yeah, that would be um, pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, oh well, we'll g- I guess we'll see. Uh, Eternal February twelfth. That I guess that seems pretty good. Shang Chi May seventh. So those those are all the same. Those three. Yeah. Now we have Spider Man got pushed to November fifth, two thousand twenty one, from July. So now yeah. there's no July movie. 
And the worst part about this, Doctor Strange gets pushed back again. Ten months now, total. This is the ripple effect I was talking about before. That once one gets delayed, they're all just slowly going to get pushed back. See, that's the problem with this multi-movie storytelling. You know, like, everything needs to fall into place. So if they push something back then everything is going to cascade farther and farther back. And that's going to keep happening until this coronavirus crap is gone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. And so look at this, though. This is the first time where the, the slate has actually switched. So Doctor Strange comes out after Thor Love and Thunder. So Thor's February 11th. You're joking. Yeah. No way. Thor comes before, so I don't know what's going on now. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Because Loki's multiverse well, of madness writes, was supposed to tie into Thor. Was it? Because that basically says it's not gonna now. Because yeah, well, I guess they're they're also doing the script, I guess, over a little bit with Raimi now on board, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he'll Spider Man one and two? Uh. Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Maybe. Eh, I don't know. I guess it depends how much they would have to actually flip the script. Well, I was watching uh, Charlie this morning. Emergency Awesome. If you guys like Marvel YouTubers, go check him out. But uh, he basically said that Netflix had Daredevil locked up for like another year. But now that Spider-Man got pushed back, they actually have access to the character for Spider-Man 3. I'm down then. Yeah, I'm totally down. The yeah, there's the not really. Yeah, there's not really any negative to that, like whatsoever. Yeah, so 100% down. But yeah, I guess it's going to be interesting to see how Thor and Multiverse of Madness kind of tie up there. I don't know. I, I didn't no realize that, that was going to switch. I guess it kind of makes you wonder. I'm sure all the post-credit scenes are going to be switched now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they know what they're doing. Obviously. I just wonder how the story is going to work now. Yeah, I, I Maybe have no Multiverse idea. of Madness is more grounded now. It was kind of uh, getting real crazy. You can't do Multiverse of Madness and ground it. It just doesn't really make sense. I know the name of it, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it's that better be the craziest movie I've ever seen in my life. So we get Thor, Multiverse of Madness, and Black Panther uh, all before May 6th. Three yeah. movies, which is absurd. Thor and Doctor Strange 2 are six weeks apart. We get a movie February 11th and then March 25th. A month and a half. That's going to be insane. That's going to be... That might be the best... First of all, those two movies are huge. So that's going to be a wild two months. Like, the layman will hear Doctor Strange and Thor, but, like, you have to think about all the other... I just said layman. How condescending is that? (laughs) We like Marvel movies, but uh, like, uh, completely forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say each one of those movies is like has many characters in it from they could star in their own movies. You know, like they're gonna add so many supporting characters to both of those movies. Yeah, I agree. Like it's Guardians gonna be, are gonna be in Thor, right? Yeah. Now I think it's mainly gonna be. So I think this is what they're gonna do. Groot. Um. And Rocket are going to stay with Thor the whole movie. We're only going to see the whole Guardians team for like a scene, probably. I think Star Lord and Nebula are going to go out and search for Gamora. And this is how Guardians 3 is going to open up. 
Yeah. So they're going to be out and, you know, looking for Gamora. Drax and Mantis are going to be looking for his daughter because apparently his daughter is going to return. And he no thinks his way. daughter's dead. Yeah. And then you have Thor, Rocket, and Groot, the trio. They're going to be in Thor 4, and then they're all going to meet up in Guardians 3. Somehow. Sounds, sounds fun. I think that's how it might work. Yeah. I should make, make a video on that because I can go pretty in-depth. Wait, you make videos? Yes, I do. Oh, nice. It's a nice plug every time. we got to keep doing yeah. that. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, what's the YouTube channel again? Another Marvel guy. Oh, nice. YouTube.com. I actually don't even have my URL yet because uh, I'm three subscribers away from 100. So if wait, we get to 100, that's when you get your own URL? Yeah. All right, guys. Go subscribe. Come on. What are you doing? We're three away. So we're almost there. But, and if you, look... And if you want to go subscribe, that'd be great. If not, just go watch the video. Any view helps. Uh, that goes for the podcast here also. Uh, of course, you can find us here on Anchor, Apple, Spotify. And that's where you can follow this podcast as well, as I mentioned before. And if you want, you can be a listener supporter and donate. But we don't ask that from you. Just your support and a nice follow or listen. Nice. So back into it here with the main topic. Uh, we're doing our Infinity Saga watch experience. We kind of dove into Iron Man, so um, I, I think we should just tackle this phases. You know? Phases? Like, yeah, yeah. We'll do just because, like just because. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, it comes there's down to how everything connects, right? There's a reason. There's phase one, phase two, and phase three, and they're all marked by an Avengers movie. So, so like, when you came into phase one, what was your least favorite movie? That's just a question that I have for you. Um, are we acting like the Hulk is a movie or no? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Act, well, you're going to say the Hulk then? Okay, then what's your second? <laughs> I hate the Hulk. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it at all, dude. I saw it, and I don't know. I mean, the it's love story good. is cheesy. I, I mean, the whole Betty Ross. Uh, you know Hulk. what the final fight reminds me of? Like, what? yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of power and action. But, dude, the final fight reminds me of Venom. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, there's like no substance to it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he he is trying to save her, but I get it, but it was like a, uh, I don't know. It was kind of a dumb reason. Yeah. Like in Iron Man one, when Tony's saving pepper, that's not why he's doing it though. Like Obadiah is also crazy. Like you have another reason to stop it, but I don't know. Yeah. The fight and the whole ending of there. It was okay. I I think if they did, they did Abomination pretty well. I'm not going to lie. I thought the way they tied in the Super Soldier Serum was pretty genius. Yes, that was good. Um, I like how they basically connected Banner to Cap before they even met or before we even got a Cap movie. But, I mean, can we talk about Edward Norton's performance? I didn't think I liked it. I didn't buy him as the Hulk at all. Not one bit. No, and then he had the whole argument where like he wanted to make the Hulk like, or the I said the heart, the Hulk like a a trilogy, but super dark, and deep yeah. like the first one. And I don't know. I mean, the Hulk's dark, but uh, I just feel like the Hulk movies before, like the ones made by Universal, obviously they just had this this fake scary vibe to it that just didn't work. I I just like, like a Frankenstein, like yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel it at all. So, I guess... Uh, What's your favorite movie now? 
of the from the first one. Yeah, from the first phase. Is Iron Man three phase two? Yeah, yeah, it ended with Iron Man three phase two. Um, I'd probably have to go with. Oh, dude, this is tough. I really like the first Avenger. Yeah. Almost more than the first Avengers movie. Oh, the first Avenger. Okay. Captain America. Yeah. The one thing that I never bought about that movie was just how big all of the cars were (laughs) that (laughs) Hydra had. Dude, what kind of car was that that they were driving at the end to chase the plane down? They have massive, like, (laughs) 1940s car that's the size of, like, half a football field. That stuff (laughs) just was the only unrealistic part about that, like, of the whole movie. More than they chase down the the plane. Yeah, just all of the vehicles. I mean, I get, like, it's some super weapon, and they're powering it from the Tesseract, but it just, I don't know, man. It just didn't work for me. Like, the tank the size of, like, a factory? What? 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 Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go there with you. I just like how the story builds in that movie. Yeah. Um, cause we, so we watched when we did the rewatch, we didn't watch Hulk. I actually watched that at a later date. We did Iron Man, then Iron Man two. So by the end of Iron Man two, you feel pretty connected. You know, that's like four hours, four and a half hours of movie telling. Yeah. And he's like the only guy you've seen. She's like, Oh, like, Tony's a, Tony's a beast. Like he's my favorite character right now. Uh, but then you go right into, well, Thor first and then, uh, Captain America in the first Thor movie, you don't really feel him out very well. Yeah, that it was a little too Shakespearean. Yeah, it was like more about like Thor the god rather yeah, the than like actual ki- character Thor. So yeah, I mean Thor was okay. I actually there's some pretty funny parts like him in the diner scene. Another, um, another. It's it's actually a pretty good movie, but you just want to learn about Thor more, and you kind of. Don't. That's a little hollow. That's the only part yeah. that I don't like about that movie. But actually, it's pretty good. I'm a fan so, of it. How long did it take you to watch Phase One? I think we watched Phase One. No, and I saw Avengers before, but uh, I didn't remember a single thing. Or and then once you see all the movies too, it connects so well to the point where you're like, oh, this is a totally different movie. Yeah, it's not even that you don't remember anything. Just the context of all of the decisions makes zero sense. Yeah, exactly. So, what was your question again? Yeah, I was asked because, like, we're talking about us coming into this, how we watched it. I mean, it took me probably, what, four years to watch all of the first phase? Yeah. And it took you, what, a week? Four days. Three days? Four days? I mean, come on. Like, I think it was four days. I think we watched the first two Ironmans in the same day. Yeah. Took a break and then, you know, kind of finished it out. Yeah. So, for me, I remember I remember watching Iron Man 1 on, like, cable or something. Like, you know, when it comes to FX. So, like, yeah. I didn't watch Iron Man right when it came out. And then I kind of watched the surrounding movies. And I just remember in Thor when I saw Agent Coulson. And then I saw I, – and I, like, remembered back to Iron Man. I was like, wait, wait a second here. Like, are these connected? And then I did, like, this huge YouTube dive into it, right? And, like, I'd read the comics as a kid, so – this was like a big deal to me, and I just remember getting so excited. But, you know, as a high schooler, I mean, I, I wasn't like a very popular kid. I wasn't really keeping track of when the Avengers were coming out. And the first time I ever watched the Avengers was 
before a high school football game on a Saturday. We came in early, and my head coach had a bootleg copy of the original Avengers a week no before way. it came out, and it was perfect quality. And we all watched it as a group of like 60 people, right? Like my whole football team. And I'm sitting up front, like turn around, like, shut up, stop talking. Like, I need to watch this. Please <laughs> leave me alone. And I just, the one scene that everyone died at, can you guess it? That everyone started laughing at? In Thor? I mean, no, in, in Avengers? In, in Avengers. It's in the final fight. Uh, When he punches Thor? No, when he destroys Loki. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's iconic scene now. Oh yeah. my god. I just literally I didn't hear I didn't hear that he said puny god until I got to watch it again, like I don't know, when it came out on TV. But like see that's like the like the difference I'm talking about, right? Like you experience all these things in a very controlled environment. You watched them all back to back. You saw all the connections. In between movies, I had to keep refreshing. Like I had to keep looking up. Oh, I wonder how they're co- gonna connect. Like I had no idea where they're going. Like a even big, even yeah. even starting off for you, you're like, oh, I got 20 movies to watch. Like for me, it's it, it. I watch them as they come. I don't know how how many yeah. there are. Yeah, you don't know what's coming. Like it's, I don't know if they're gonna make a movie about Namor. Like in you know after Iron Man two. Like we didn't really that's know. True. And now he's probably coming. And, I know. But, like, we don't know yet. So yeah. if someone starts, the, you know. Yeah, see, now whatever. you're kind of in my boat. You see how, like, this hype is building and, you know. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, I feel like you made this whole uh, YouTube channel and podcast to just build on the hype, and I love it. But it's. That's yeah, definitely why. I wanted to start this last year when Endgame was coming out, but we were at school and, like, I didn't have. Senior uh, year. Got to finish I had, up. Uh, yeah, I had time, but like I didn't have time because yeah. if we weren't doing work, we were just you know hanging out and stuff because it was like the last couple of months. Ooh. So I didn't really want to start it then. Um, but yeah, I think back to phase phase one, I'd probably say you know I- I'll go with Avengers as my favorite movie. Yeah, I think I think you have to in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Captain America, the original one, I'll go second. Iron Man 1 after that, and then, you know, Iron Man 2 is down there, and then uh, Hulk is so far below, it's barely off the map. Yeah, I skip the Hulk on my watch throughs. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just not good at all. I also skip Thor 2 The Dark World, which will take us in the face, too. So, how long did you you finish The Avengers and then jump right into Phase 2? Like, did you watch Iron Man 3 right after? Um, I think Iron Man 3 was either the day after. It might have been the same day. Maybe not. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's intense. That's real intense. I don't think think that happened. I think it was just... It might have. I don't know. But yeah, so we watched Avengers, and then Iron Man 3 came out. I remember you just saying, this is one of the most rewatchable movies in the MCU. I think your take on it is you like it, right? Wait, what movie again? Iron Man 3. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Iron Man 3. I just, I remember Iron Man 3's hype. I don't know if anybody listening remembers back then, but when the first trailer dropped for Iron Man 3, it was literally like a 20-second clip of just all of his Iron Man suits just exploding with him doing a voiceover like, 
I don't know, like sometimes things have to come to an end or something like totally ominous like that. So that was one of the first ones where I was like, what the hell is going to happen? Like I had no idea. My speculation was going crazy for that movie. And I, I think it delivered. I know a lot of people are attached to the whole Mandarin character and, you know, they did yeah. them dirty. But don't worry, guys. The MCU, everything's planned. They did that one shot to make up for it. But I liked the twist, to be honest. I thought the extremist characters were cool. One thing I don't like in movies is when there's a lot of, you know, grunts that have superpowers, which that movie did have. Like, you know, the all the extremist military people, like, we don't know any of them, but we're just killing them left and right. Yeah, that's the one scene I don't like in that movie. Um, the house the party bar. at the end? Uh, the or house the party? Bar. No, the bar. The bar Ooh. scene with the girl. Yeah. Why, you don't like that scene or you do? I I don't not like it. I just think the tone is off. Like, I think it's really, like, feel like I'm watching an episode of CSI when that happens or, or some detective movie, which might be the point, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just a little bit. I kind of throws off the the tone of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I just think like it was, a weird scene. I don't yeah. know. I get what they were doing though. It was kind of a decent plot point or yeah. progression of plot because he like kind of figures everything out and stuff. I like the scene where um, the kid Harley he's mm-hmm. at the car. Tony's leaving, and uh, he like tries to like beg him to stay with him. Oh yeah, he gives him the puppy dog eyes. Yeah, and then Tony's like. He's just like my father. <laughs> yeah, he just whips off in, in an Audi <laughs> or whatever like, he was driving. It's like, dad's leave. Stop being a baby. Yeah. I think Iron Man 3 is one of the most underrated movies in the MCU. I think it's in my top 10, actually. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I I mean, I'm a big Iron Man 3 guy. I think hindsight 2022, even after watching Endgame, it just makes it better. I think the ending of Iron Man 3 is so good, too. Like, they could have truly ended it there, yeah, I guess. They probably could have, but I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. I think, would you have liked an Iron Man 4 movie? In phase? I don't know. Who says we're not going to get it? Wow. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's some rumors, apparently, he, after Doolittle's flop and stuff, he kind of reached back out or something, or, like, <laughs> down the road. that's kind of crazy i think i think he's coming back for secret wars i mean if he was or he could be coming back for multiverse of madness that's true he does have a uh what if episode true um people don't know about that it's gonna be him grandmaster uh on sakar as if he was there oh he's the champion yeah so it's good uh or I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but it's Grandmaster, Korg, and Iron Man, which okay. is an incredible trio, dude. Yeah. I can't wait to see that episode. That's going to be awesome. Okay, so let's go back a little bit. So we start Phase 2. Would you finish that, say, in a, about a week? Yeah, about a week. Yeah, so I would say for Phase 2, for me, it's kind of when I became a little disconnected with the MCU. I mean, I liked Iron Man three. I still watched all the movies, obviously. And I went to most of them in theaters. Uh, but I don't know. Thor to the dark world really left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't <laughs> like the movie. I didn't like the characters. I didn't one of the criminally under or overrated, maybe underrated over. I don't know. Darcy in that movie. I, uh, she's not a bad character and she's not a bad actress, but 
whoever wrote her part, what like I I don't know. She's very annoying to me in that movie. And then also there's very little Frida. Like I love the stat that in Endgame, Thor's mom Frida has more uh, lines than she does in Thor one and Thor two combined. Like it's just so dumb. It's just sad. I, the, the movie in the 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 villain was one of those big gray villains, you know, the ones that yeah. have magical beams that shoot out of their hands, and they they set up the ether, and then they just walked it back, like the ether was some living infinity stone, and then in Endgame and Infinity Wars, it's just it's a normal stone. Dude, they don't explain the ether at all. It is the worst. I don't know MacGuffin. Yeah, they just kind of skipped over it. Dude, that whole movie is barely part of the MCU. Like, you only watch that movie to see what's going on with the stone. Yeah, when people ask me which ones... So, it's, I would say it's our most skippable movie, Phase 2. <laughs> yes. We're going to do that for all of them. Okay. Yeah, skippable for the first one is Incredible Hulk. Okay, so let's talk about the culmination. The Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. What do you think? Let me know well, your be- opinions. Before we get there, we have to talk about Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter I'm, Soldier. I know. Which we're gonna get real into this in our next episode. We're gonna talk about. Here. We're gonna talk about why Civil War is the best movie in the MCU, and, or if you're um, on my side, I'm gonna be talking about Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think Winter Soldier is the best movie well, in the MCU. I could tell you this right now. You're wrong. I don't we know. Finish talking about it later. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Winter Soldier. And I think it's kind of the start of building the real Captain America. And it's kind of like yeah, spy thriller. And don't get me wrong. I love it, but I just don't think it beats Civil War. But we'll get to that. We'll get All there. Right. We'll get there. But anyway, talking about Winter Soldier. Um, so going into this, I obviously didn't know about the comics because I didn't follow it much. Like I said, I only saw a couple movies before I went fully into this. Yeah. So. Winter Soldier comes up, we're watching it, and, like, I love movies with that type of tone, that, like, military kind of, like, spy thriller action, and yeah. then Cap just being a hard-ass. Like, like Big the, Brother. Dude, the opening scene of Winter Soldier, come on. Literally What's jumps out. Again? Dude, he jumps out of the plane. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. He's like, what are you, too scared, too busy? He's like, uh, is that what he says? No, too scared or too shy, and he goes, too busy. And then he just jumps out of the boat. Yeah. And He's, then deep... uh, What? Go ahead. I was going to say, that's when they really, like, reestablished who Captain America is. He kind of switched from this, you know, pistol-wielding uh, World War II veteran to a, I mean, I would say akin to, like, a Navy SEAL or something with superpowers. So, Which is cool. And they made him so he's hard and he's serious, but he had, like, a little fun aspect to him after that. Yeah, he understood he, that where he he understood that his situation is ridiculous. Like he's still a human. He's like, yeah, I'm a super soldier that was frozen in ice for 75 years. Like I can have a sense of humor about the fact that my entire life was uprooted. <laughs> Dude, imagine waking up 75 years later. 75. I, I don't even if we woke up 75 years later from now would the world still exist. How many Marvel movies would there be? These are the questions we need to ask, Alex. I need to know. Will Marvel keep going on forever? I think it ends when Foggy leaves. For a or, little bit. Or 
it doesn't end, and then they drag it out, and it turns to crap, and then they end it. I mean, yeah, that's probably the likely reason, until they reboot everything. Yeah. I don't even know okay. how they're going to reboot this. Yeah. Okay, let, let's get back. So, okay, Winter so Soldier Winter is, Soldier. Yes, so is, Winter Soldier is my favorite movie. Now, I think there's a lot you can talk about it. Um, I think not having a comic book background, as I mentioned before, um, before seeing the Infinity Saga, it might have been better than actually having a background in comics. Because uh, I remember being so shocked when you see Bucky, you know, finally as the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and I mean. Not knowing so the comics did, or knowing the comics, like you would know what's going to happen already. And I guess you can talk about it in two separate sides because it's really cool to see it when you don't see it coming, when you're least expecting it. But then also, like, knowing the comics and, like, you see this start to happen and unravel, you're like, oh, like, this is the storyline they're going down. Let's see how it is. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you're right. I mean, I kind of I mean, I knew before the movie that, you know, the Winter Soldier is Bucky. One of the things I will say is that they did a great job transforming him from whatever. Like when he showed up on screen the first time in Winter Soldier or I saw the trailer, it was like unrecognizable i had no idea like i knew it was bucky but i was like did that act is that the same actor i remember asking myself that but 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 i will say that they they did bucky perfectly the winter soldier was a great movie they did the whole mind control thing very well um and in in the mcu the mind control had kind of already been set up in the avengers anyways but i just really think that it was a solid movie it was grounded like and that's one thing I could say about Phase 2 is that the whole phase, other than Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously, very, very grounded in reality. Yeah, a lot of tech, a lot of political kind of agenda. Yeah, other than on. the dropping Sokovia from yes. uh, lower Earth orbit. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Winter Soldier also highlights Nat the best. That's her best movie. By far. Really? Yeah, dude. What movie is she better in? Endgame. Endgame is... Uh, Endgame kills me. Every time she has that uh, speech in the beginning where she's, like, talking about... Or when she finds out Hawkeye's just going off killing a bunch of people and she starts crying while eating a peanut butter sandwich. Cries in peanut butter sandwich, as the meme says. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I think... Endgame is, like, low-key, like, her movie, in a way. Yeah. Like, they kind of yeah. emphasize, like, she has a lot of screen time. She has as much screen time as the rest of the guys and, like, people who didn't die. And she died off, like, an hour and 20 minutes before the movie ended. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, she's easily, Scarlett Chance is easily one of the most skilled actors or actresses on in Endgame. So, but anyways, yeah. let's get back to, to Phase 2. So, we talked about Winter Soldier. We talked about Iron Man 3. Um, Guardians, Guardians came out. Came, phase two. Guardians came out. Uh, Guardians hit me like a ton of bricks. I did not expect it. I remember going to see it in theaters. Like, I I remember looking at the comic for it, and like I'd never heard of them, and you know, like the whole obscure character thing. And I'm sure a lot of people had already read it, but it just I did not see it working, and then it worked. A tree, a raccoon, a human. And it was and, and it was Chris Pratt. Aliens. Yeah, and it was Chris Pratt. I was a big Parks and Rec fan. Parks and Rec. I saw him with like a with an eight pack in the trailer when he's like 
when they when they finally arrest him. Uh, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was fun, and I thought it, it did set up the cosmic part of the universe. Like it kind of led us into it. I I love seeing cosmic stuff. Honestly, like the space, any all of the space scenes in the MCU are really good. Yeah. I'm a I fan agree. of all of them. I like the look of them. They're really like colorful. I don't know. They just yeah. like good. they look good on screen. Guardians is probably top six for me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, up there. I'm a big fan. Like it a lot. I like it. Um, now the only thing here with me is I watched this, chronologically. Guardians only takes place. It comes out in phase three, but it only takes place like two months after the first one. So I actually yeah. watched them back to back. So I put Guardians 2 in my... I remember that. Anyway. I was there yeah. for that. Yeah, so... That was awesome. We did it back-to-back. I think you have to watch mm-hmm. it like that, because there's, there's no point of waiting to watch Volume 2 yeah. in Phase 3. And, and the one thing I will say that, I mean, stood out in the movie is really the soundtrack and the direction of the movie, the tone. I mean, they just did an amazing job. James I love Gunn's, that movie. Yeah, James Gunn does really well. Uh, they did a quarantine watch party on Twitter a couple nights oh, ago um, man, for, for Volume 2, and he actually was live-tweeting. You can go back and see all his tweets. They're really cool. Oh, he gave awesome. a lot of like input and like He's what they crazy. were thinking of. In the first movie, when um, Peter saves Gamora in space, you know, he's like freezing to death. Yeah. They shot that film underwater. To get it that makes like, sense. To get that glowing effect on his face. Yeah, like everything about it. Awesome. And then they like CGI the background, which it looks really good. Um, but yeah, so we did Volume Two back to back. Big fan of those movies. I think Volume Two was one of our go-to's yeah. at school when we were just chilling. It's so funny. It's just real casual. You can watch it whenever. Um, and then Age of Ultron. I love that movie. You do? Yeah, I like it more than most people. Like I, I think that movie only gets better after watching phase three like the first time i watched it i was a little underwhelmed but you know they really take all the character development in that movie and expand on it it really sets up the stage for the next the whole next phase and the only part of the entire movie that i thought was whack and i think they should have done better and even i'm pretty sure joss whedon said it the director of the movie is the one where thor has a dream in the bath in the in the cave and the he brings Selvig with him and he shoots it with lightning and all of a sudden he knows what the infinity stones are. Like that scene is Yeah, they also don't explain where that cave is whatsoever. That, yeah, it's the, like the center of the there. universe. It's the center of Earth and the connection point. And yeah, if that's the truth, I mean maybe we go revisit it and I look like an idiot in a year, but I just I didn't like that scene. But other than that, the movie was strong. Uh it started the Iron Man Captain America feud. Uh, I mean, they call back to it all the time. I, yeah. I think it's a great movie. I love it. You like it more than Avengers 1. Also, my dogs kept barking, so if anyone heard that, I apologize. I didn't hear it, so okay. tell your right, dog to shut up. But um, They're they so annoying. But yeah, so uh, Avengers 1 or Ultron? Oh, that's tough. For a while, just... Ultron was my... I was underrated MCU film. I liked it a lot. Uh, going back and rewatching it, I think it's better than when you first see it. The only problem is uh, Ultron kind of falls flat as parts of the movie. 
Like they made him like the trailers are awesome. They made him seem really dark. It actually turns into a movie not about Ultron. It turns which, into a movie about Vision. The Vision, and that's actually it's actually cool in a way. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, pretty cool. I just think the Ultron should have could have been in it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Had better scenes. The part with Ulysses Claw, um, that's a really good scene. That Especially when Cap gets punched in slow mo, that part looks sick. We get Hulkbuster. Um, yeah, you get Hulkbuster. That's a really good overall scene. I wish there was another portion of that with Ultron because he yeah. kind of falls flat, like in the probably like the middle to end area before he dies off. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the movie's good. Yeah. The, pretty good. I I don't know if I like the. I mean, I get it now, the dropping Sokovia from space thing, but it just. To me, it's such a dumb plan. Like that well, asteroid. I mean, what else were they gonna do, though? I don't know. Literally, I, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I just in like they try to pass it off as some poetic character development, where it's like every million years, Earth or the universe hurls a rock at Earth and resets it. Like, I don't know. I, I think he could have went about it different ways. I guess it gave what it did was set a timeline for the movie. Like they had this amount of time. To save the world, you know. Yeah, I think that's actually the biggest part, um, or point of that, like whole, you know. Yeah. To but, kind of push the plot. Yeah. The but best scene is. I uh, go ahead. I was gonna say so. I watched this movie in theaters. I loved it in theaters. I remember, uh, specifically being haunted by the, the first scene, the first fight scene where they don't have any. You know, Cap doesn't really have his shield. They're at the bar after the party, the after party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the best scenes. That, like, set up the tone of the movie, which I loved. And you saw it when? What, in, like, part of three other movies watching back to back to back? No, Ultron was actually one of, I saw part of it before. The second half of it, but I didn't remember anything. Didn't know how it connected, obviously. Yeah. Um, I watched that. We watched that. I think I watched that one with you. We watched okay. that just in a regular day. Okay. Like, I think that was the only one we did. Yeah, that, um, that was a great was one. Pretty good. Yeah, I like Ultron. It's good. Um, the one thing I do like a lot is where they get the Endgame title from. That's a good scene. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, we'll lose. Remember all uh, that bullshit where they were like, it's not. We've never heard the title name before. And then they announced it to be Endgame. And everyone's yeah. like, "Go screw yourself!" Like I mean, we can't that, believe anything you say anymore. And that's the, that's like the big joke about the Russo Bros, though. They like, just you say, don't know. Yeah, they just say things, or they don't say things at all, and then you just kind of left in the dust there. Yeah. Can we also just talk about how I, we'll get into it. We'll get into it when we get to Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, to end Phase Two, Ant Man. I liked it. I mean, I I here's the thing: it's it, it's a good movie, but it's very forgettable. I mean, it is kind of skippable. Kind of skippable. I don't know. I think I think he's important to watch that one. You can skip uh, Ant Man and the Wasp for sure. We'll get into oh, that for sure. Oh my gosh, um, I, I like Ant Man a lot. I think it's a good one actually. Probably in my yeah. top. I think I had it ranked at like fourteen or okay. fifteen. So kind of, you know, it's in front of definitely all the bad movies. But it, mm-hmm. it doesn't get it doesn't get by any of the good movies. It's very forgettable. Yeah, um, I like it though. I think it's really, dude. The the bathtub strength scene is incredible. How they showed that. Oh yeah, I mean the 
the way they filmed it was amazing. They were able to turn this ridiculous character, which a lot of people think is ridiculous. Like people that I know in my life are like Ant Man just sounds so stupid, but to me, we're talking about superheroes that shoot beams out of their heads. Like, it, yeah, it's not that crazy of a concept that someone's gonna shrink down to the size of an ant. But it is, yeah. kind of a, it, But they so, do play off that as a joke, which I like. Yes, and I think the name of it, like Ant Man, like you, you, you kind of look at it, you're like, oh, that's kind of corny. Yeah. Because I actually saw Ant Man trailers like before I got really into this, and I'm like, Ant Man. Like, I don't know. It doesn't sound very intimidating. But <laughs> you see him running most, with a bunch of ants. But it's actually most, good. One of the most iconic commercials for any movie is when him and Michael Douglas literally just bang on their legs and they're like, ants, ants, Ant-Man. I don't think I saw that. <laughs> you haven't seen that? You're joking. I, so. I have to send that to you right now. All right, yeah, keep send going. me it. Um, uh, yeah, I think it, that also ends phase two. Um, so if we had to rank him here, I'm going to go Winter Soldier, of course. I mean, come on now. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm going to go Iron Man 3, then Volume 2. Uh, Ant-Man, Age of Ultron. I know. Those are flippable. <laughs> and then Dark World, of course. Dark World uh, can yeah, Dark World can go away. Forever. Yeah. I'm just going to forget that it ever happened. Yeah, I actually do like the first half of that movie. It's like all like about Asgard and stuff, but the second half is just... Yeah, I won't speak about it. Um, yeah. How would you rank him? Um, I don't know. I think I'd say the, I'll just go with my best and worst. Best, I love Iron Man 3. I'm going to stick by okay. it. And even though I'm a huge Captain America fan, and worst, Thor the Dark World, of course. Okay, yeah. On to phase three here. Uh, we open up with Avengers 2.5. The greatest movie to ever exist. Civil War, Captain, Captain America, America, the third to end the trilogy. I love this um, movie. I almost wish that Cap had his own trilogy. And then Civil War wasn't his own thing. But I mean, the Civil movie War, is about him at the end of the day. It really is. Yes, it's about, yeah, it is. It's, it's based around his... He is framed as the hero of the story. In a weird way. But, but like he's he chills. He kills one of his best friends. Are they best friends at that point? They're what, friends. He, the Cap and Tony's uh, relationship is odd. If you actually look back at it. Why? They don't really like each other until the end of Ultron. So, and yeah, so they didn't, they already clashed a little bit in Ultron. Um, and even in the first Avengers, you know, they're a little combative at one another. That scene in the helicarrier is like a great example yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. But they respected each other. Uh, I can see how like this movie does an amazing job at splitting them apart without making you take sides. Like when we'll get into this next week, too. So come back and listen to that. But watching them slowly devolve into a sense of not even hating each other, but being forced to fight each other, how the political ties did that and how cat, like the way the stories melded together, neither person is a bad guy. And that is the craziest thing to me. And they have like, what, 20 characters to balance. This is the first time that they have powers that are like, this is the first time they're dealing with, okay, one power level versus another. 
right? It's always like in Age of Ultron, it's always okay, Thor and Vision are gonna take on Ultron. That's like those are the only two that can do it. But then when we get to Captain America Civil War, it's like, okay, in reality, Vision could kill all these people. But he's not gonna, because they're all friends. And yeah. who can balance out that power? Oh, Wanda, okay, now she's on Cap's side. Oh, Ant Man's here. I mean, we can't forget that they introduce Spider Man, Black Panther, oh my and Giant Man, plus they integrated Ant-Man into into the group, so he met everybody else. And, I like, all of those setups are amazing. I mean, this the Spider-Man yeah. setup is crazy. They set up Black Panther's character amazingly. I mean, that's one thing that a lot of people don't look back on is, but Black Panther's character is really built in Civil War. Like this, and, and I love the scene at the end, the very end, when uh, Zemo's trying to kill himself. And he's like, vengeance has consumed them. I will not <laughs> let it consume me. Like yeah. I, I love that scene. It shows character growth. It shows that he's human. I, Whatever you want to say about Civil War, and I know you think it's a good movie. I think it's the best one in the MCU. I think it's the most well-balanced, the most grounded. I love it. I love it. I think Infinity War is the most balanced movie. But I agree. Civil War does a really good job of that. Um, the airport scene is amazing. That is yeah. So rewatchable. Yeah. Um, I would say, so Infinity War, me, and I've heard this, so I'm stealing this from other people, but it's less of a movie and more of an event. It just yes. felt like the, the ending didn't feel like an ending. It felt like a weighty year. Like, I don't yeah. really know how to explain it. It just, it felt like a movie, but it didn't at the same time. You think it would have been worse if they left off at the white screen when he snaps? Ooh, that's a good one. They call it uh, Joe and Joe Russo and the writers, uh, Marcus and McFeely, call it the metaphysical way station that Thanos yeah. goes to after he snaps. I love that. What what a crazy name for that. But uh, Metaphysical way station. <laughs> I, I, I think they needed it. I think they needed to show that the Gamora, him killing Gamora actually affected him that much. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah kind of just like... At the end of the day, he is a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, they did make him the hero, though. I mean, he is the hero of Infinity War. Okay, but. Yes, he is. So let's. So since there's so many movies in in Phase 3, so I'm going to say, tell you my my favorite and my least favorite. So I'd say, obviously, my least favorite is Ant Man 2. It's just boring. It's. honestly useless i don't like how they did the quantum realm and i really hope that they hand off ant-man 2 and scott derrickson you you did a great job on ant-man 1 but but i don't think that's that's dr strange scott derrickson uh peyton Peyton reed Reed, Reed, that's that's what it is and and i think i think there really was no i think it was just paul rudd play like that movie was just all paul rudd there wasn't ant-man to me i don't even know who ant-man is uh yeah it's a weird movie uh ant-man and the wasp is my least favorite as well and i'm gonna go with my favorite being oh man uh so safe pick would be endgame obviously big mm-hmm. fan i'll leave the avengers movies out of it now if i want to pick one pick one after that obviously civil war um i'm surprised you didn't pick ragnarok so, 
Okay, I'll leave the all three in, uh, Avengers movies out, <laughs> including Cap there, just because uh-huh. it's so many of them. But I probably yeah. go with Doctor Strange. Ooh. I'm a, I love Doctor Strange. It's a great movie. Ragnarok, you can watch that at any time. That's one of the best movies to just go ahead and rewatch. Like, it's hilarious. It's also yeah. the first movie I saw, so I got a pretty big tie to it. Um, yeah, Doctor Strange and Ragnarok. Least favorite, I... Ant-Man and the Wasp, followed by, unfortunately, Captain Marvel. I think there's some really good scenes in that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's uh, it's an average movie. Well, I think the problem with Cat, like I was literally just about to say this, but I think Doctor Strange is the last like legitimate origin story that we're gonna get in the MCU. Like we're gonna get more of the origin stories we see for Black Panther and Spider Man in yes. Civil War. But I think with Doctor Strange, they really needed to rely on an origin story because we hadn't seen this this spiritual side of the world yet, and we kind of have like cosmicy stuff. But then when we get to Captain Marvel and we go to space and, you know, we see all these aliens like that's not new. Like we saw that in Guardians. So it kind of takes the sting away from it, you know, and her Mm -hmm. power levels are a little off uh, compared to everybody else. She's fighting like she's super overpowered, which I understand, like, oh, they holding her back throughout the movie. But I think if they're going to do it, they need a compelling villain, which they didn't have in captain marvel yes at all uh and i think it needs to be someone that's actually going to challenge her in a fist fight you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. someone that could punch back like thanos um even in that movie she's like kind of overpowered i don't mind it i don't i think it works for the movie and i think captain marvel set up they needed a way to destroy uh the ship sanctuary Sanctuary too, and the reality is there really wasn't going to be a smart way to do it without her. I mean, I I agree with you. She is overpowered, but when she comes in in Endgame, I get the chills every time. Every time. See, you like that scene a lot, right? I love that scene. A a lot of people like that scene. I think it's okay. I don't know. I think because I think because Thor's entrance was so good in Infinity War. And they try to one up that with the clashing of the ship. It just kind of loses the touch factor away a little bit. So that's how I yeah. view it. Which it's still a good scene. I just don't think like it as much as like I know a lot of people like love it. Where like I'm like, yeah, hey, it's okay. You know what I mean? I love that part. Yeah. I actually like her scene a lot in Endgame. Her her character is better in Endgame than in her own movie. Yeah. I I would agree with that. I think we don't even really know her in her own movie. And I guess that's part of the, the storyline, but that she doesn't really know herself. Yeah. Um, and I guess we'll just move on from Captain Marvel. Um, talked about that. I think we yeah. missed. Uh, and, we'll go. And, okay. So when did you catch up to the movies? It was Endgame was the first one you saw in theaters, right? Um. Yeah, pretty much. I also saw. No, I think no, I think it was Captain Marvel. I think you watched oh, Infinity Marvel. War. Yes. It was Captain Marvel. You saw Captain Marvel in theaters before me. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, really I saw the day it came out. Yeah, I. Uh, so so that's when you technically started your your Marvel Cinematic watch through. I mean, that's when you caught up at least. Caught up, yes. Yeah, so you were able to feel the hype of Endgame. So like. 
easily. How did that feel? So like the lead up to it, the the trailers, all that. Um, well, I watched Black Panther. Thought that was good. I like yes. the technology aspect of that. It's a great movie. Um, there's not too much to say about it, I guess. Uh, villain's amazing. The final fight is eh. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the movie is really good. I think they did a great job. I think number two is going to be really good. Um, they they and, built a world within a world. And I don't know yes. how they keep doing it. And now Wakanda is kind of open. I'm um, expecting it to get annihilated by uh, Atlantis in the second one. Yes. Excited. <laughs> uh, and before we get into the hype to end game, um, Homecoming, Spider Man. I, I love wanted- it. Yes, I like Homecoming a lot. It's funny. It's just fun. Tom Holland's really good. He's the best Spider-Man. Just saw Spider-Man 2 last night. Um, just confirmed that Holland is better. I, but Toby's good. Spider-Man 2 is good. I think that movie. the creative decision to link Spider-Man to Iron Man's character was genius. Like, to give yeah, him that father figure. So, people complain that he's like Iron Man Jr. because of that. Guess who decided that they wanted Iron Man in the movie? Tom Holland? No, Sony. Oh, Sony really? like contractually said we oh, want yeah, a big yeah. girl tied to this. They said they want two of them, and they got Captain America too, but he did a really small thing. Yeah. <laughs> that that seems kind of funny. Yeah, that's in detention. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Homecoming is really good. Vulture is great. It kind of sets up Spider Man, his whole arc and um, storyline around him. Yeah. Greater storyline. And uh, I think he's going to be. So I know Captain Marvel's like the lead technically next, um, but I think Spider Man is the one that you'll see everyone is tied to. Yeah, I think Captain Marvel will have like type vibe to her in the next phase where she's all yeah. fighting villains before they can get to Earth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think Spider Man's going to take over where Iron Man was. Well, kind of. I think that's honestly going to be more Doctor Strange. What do you think? Yes. Doctor Strange isn't going to be an Avenger, though. He's, you know, he's the Sanctum. He is himself. That's stupid. (laughs) He is, like, the only... He's the only wizard they have, man. He's not an Avenger, though. Yeah, I guess so. In the comics, he's not really. He has, like, his... The Illuminati. Illuminati, which they said they're setting up, apparently. That's going to be sick. And... I don't think he's a true Avenger. Like, yeah, he. I'm sure he, you know, he likes all of them, but, like, in the end, he really has no connection to any of them. Yeah. Like, he just met Tony. I think he's going to go back to his own. And that's, like, I think that's kind of what we're going to see in uh, Doctor Strange 2 is, like, Strange is, like, the guy. But he's yeah. off-put until something bad happens. So he's going to step in with Wanda. Like, he's always there to help. But he's not like an OG six, like what the next fate. He's like, not gonna be proactive. Yeah. He's reactive. Um Okay, so let's get back to experiencing the watch. So I know you, you felt the endgame hype. Uh but you did kind of watch through most of the phase very quickly. Yeah, I did fly through phase three. Um, I just couldn't imagine. I I just I can't tell if I'm envious of you or I feel sorry for you that you didn't get to feel the hype for every movie. Yeah, I don't know. I think in in a way it's okay. I'm cool with it now, uh, especially if you know everything like I do. Like I just went on like YouTube binges to like find out every Easter egg and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure, um, for sure. 
So it's kind of funny in a way. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw Infinity. So I saw parts of Infinity War. Like I saw a couple scenes throughout the year, mainly because of dust memes. But it didn't click to me until I actually saw everyone dust but you in did Infinity know. War. Like that part to me, like you can't you can't get that back. No, like, no I didn't know. What I didn't you know say, that happened. But you did though, because you saw the dusting memes. So like. Yeah, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know that was going to happen. But the meme you saw, tell me I'm wrong. The meme you saw is Spider-Man saying, I don't want to go, and then dust. But I didn't I didn't have any context to it, so I, know, I had but, no idea. But you know Spider-Man is going to dust before the movie starts. I don't, though. But you do. I don't know what dusting is. Come on. it's They're disappearing. They're turning Dude, to dust. I didn't know that. I just, I just don't think... I know you think you experienced snap, but but I don't think you did, man. I really don't. Okay, I'll agree with that. But I really thought that he wasn't gonna snap because when the time when the stone gets broken, and that's your first time seeing it, you're like, oh, what happens now? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh wait, he just got the time stone. Yeah, I. And then he brings it back, and you're like, oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. So with that's you. when I kind of realized, like. Oh, something's happening here, the snap, but I didn't fully get it. So I understand what you mean by the total experience of the snap. Yeah. Um, they, I just I just remember how shocked I was. I instantly started theorizing about Endgame. Like literally walking out of the theater. I, like I convinced myself and I Semp knows this. I convinced myself that the ending to Endgame would be mm-hmm. Cap throwing himself off the cliff in Vormir while Tony gets the soul stone. And it yeah. was going to be like, cause they love each other. I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah. Well, I did, I did get the throwing themselves off the cliff thing. I will say that I knew someone was going to purposely throw themselves off the cliff. And yeah, I mean, into end game here. Um, I think that whole hype scene or just like the whole hype to the movie, the hype is- train, yeah, the hype train is absurd. Um, the marketing for that movie is actually unreal. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the trailers are the f- first teaser is absurd. Yeah, I I just thought that them showing behind the scenes stuffs like about it being time travel and then throwing us off by telling us it's barfing technology or whatever. I, I liked how they went to great lengths to hide the plot of the movie. And through doing so, I will say this: I remember. Like a week before the movie came out, I just remember thinking to myself, like, what if they didn't pull this off? What if this is going to be a terrible movie and Infinity War was just a big setup for nothing? And I could not have been more wrong. I mean, let's, I'll tell you how much Endgame impacted me. For about a week after, I listened to Portals, you know, <laughs> the Portal scene, the yeah. song. I listened to it working out for an entire week straight. Like, I would get chills over and over again just picturing all of them come through the portals. I, I love that movie so much. Yeah, I think uh, people hate on Endgame for, like, the weird Cap ending, which I think they nailed Cap's ending. I was so convinced he was going to die yeah, um, in the movie. Like, And I thought he was going to be the one who snapped, actually, uh, in the end. Yeah. Um, but I think his ending is good. I mean, I really thought he was going to die because he truly has nothing left. Um, but the way they did it, it, it makes sense. It was a little confusing at first until the writers kind of stepped in and talked about it. And I know the writer said that he's in the same universe. The Russo bros said it's another universe. Uh, I think the Russo bros are correct. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think it'll probably it's, be it's, If you follow the rules, timeline, time travel rules of Endgame, he created a separate universe, just lived happily how he wanted to. It didn't affect anything. It doesn't affect what Peggy did with her regular husband in the main timeline. So it clears everything up. I don't really understand why people have such a problem with it. Um, Tony's is a tearjerker. Black Widow's is... Ending is really good. I think they kind of nailed it. I think we're going to find out a lot why she did it in her movie. So that makes sense. Um, portal scene will not be beaten ever. That is the greatest scene. I mean, the whole end scene is just yeah. insane. The but battle is like 40 minutes long. That's really good. Cap and the hammer is uh, the most incredible probably theater experience you'll probably ever hear. Yeah, or if if you were there, you probably remember it. Yeah, and I definitely remember it. Yeah, and especially because I was so hype, I knew it was gonna happen. Like I was that confident. And I then it did happened. not believe it at all. And I was, Dan- I was sitting next to Danielle, and I just like looked at her, and I just like smiled because I knew I was like finally correct. And yeah, and she didn't think it was gonna happen either. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that movie's a great movie. It really wraps up the the face, but but like I would say, was that your favorite experience watching a movie, watching it in theaters for the first yes. time with a okay? So therefore, you just prove my point. I win. Argument over. I Ow. had a better experience because your best experience was the one that you got hyped for and that you saw in theaters, and I saw almost all of them in theaters. I got hyped for all of them. I was on the hype train for literally every single movie, except maybe Ant-Man. And honestly, I wasn't on the train for Ragnarok until I saw the Hulk uh, Thor trailer. But I think my rewatch experience is better. I win. Yeah, I agree. Podcast over. You lose. (laughs) It's true. Well, we do have one more movie. Um, But before we get into it, yeah, I mean, obviously, starting all the way back in 08 is awesome. I think there's some factors... Um, that are good about seeing it kind of with someone and later on, um, but you'll never beat anything like the true yeah. original experience, which is, you know, I finally get to get now. I will say one thing stuff. in your favor that you watched all of these when you're an adult and you can understand most of the themes, you know, this started what, 12 years ago now, how old yeah, was 2008. I? 11, yeah. so, somewhere around there. So like I, probably didn't get the same experience you did i probably got a unique experience but not the same you did yeah i agree with that um and to close off phase three here far from home uh we'll keep it real brief i think this is like 3.1 i think this is more phase four than anything else yes it's definitely i think it cuts up loose ends in endgame because endgame kind of leaves you in like this limbo stage yeah where like Okay, everything ended, but it really didn't end. Like, yeah. what's what's going on now? We're far from home. It actually takes place eight months later. So it's in 2024. So some of the things we see in Phase 4 are going to take place within that eight-year gap. Um, so there's a lot to fill. There's also a lot to fill within the five-year gap from Endgame. I'm sure they're going to dive into that. I know Hawkeye's show, they're going to exp- they're gonna um, show some experience with Ronan yeah. in that five years. I think Shang-Chi takes place within that five-year gap, um, from what I've heard. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of story they have left to tell. Well, obviously. Yeah. Um, But they're going to do it in a cool way, uh, as long as we don't keep getting these delays. Yes, correct. Well, 
think that kind of wraps it up there. I think uh, I win, you lose, and I think yeah, all the much. fans should come back. If you've made it this far, I think you should come back next week when I convince him that Civil War is the best movie in the MCU. And uh, I'll be arguing back with that Winter Soldier is. I think uh, I think people are going to be on board with me and what I have to say there. Yeah. Winter Soldier is uh, a fan you, popular number can one. You tell where, uh, can you tell we're uh, both Captain America fans? <laughs> yeah. Definitely Cat fan voice. Yeah. But he is the best character. True. In a way. Well, you're not going to. Okay, I have a question for you here. Okay. If there's one thing you don't like about it and could have changed, what is it? Civil I think War. I know your answer. No, just uh, Captain America's arc. Oh. Uh, I don't I know even mine. know. I... Sharon Carter. It oh, doesn't make sense. Uh, I think it's funny. It's I think funny, it's funny looking like... back at it. It's like one of those things that you realize that they didn't plan. Like they didn't really plan to bring Peggy back. Yeah, that was definitely. Yeah, uh, apparently there was a lot of. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you real quick. Uh, so the the Infinity War quarantine watch party was on Twitter last night. The writers tuned in. Yeah. Uh, Marcus and McFeely, uh, they showed the behind the scenes clip of uh, Doctor Strange with the uh, Iron Man armor on. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Behind the scenes, so they confirmed yeah. that it existed. Yeah. They said it was too long of a scene, though. It needed to be cut. It didn't really make sense. They said the one that was in the scene now, or in the movie now, where he's like, uh, the kid you know, scene. The, kid watches too many movies. Yeah, like it's it's kind of concise. It's like funny. Um, they said like I guess the whole Iron Man thing, like he had to transform and it became part of the Eye of Agamotto, and it yeah. was like, you know, that it was really cool up. in theory, but like in the movie, it it kind of stuck out in a weird yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, so we'll see you guys back here in a couple of weeks. Uh, remember this is another podcast by another Marvel guy. And me. Um, and really Colin. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna, we're, we're, Go what's Colin. your nickname be? It's I don't know. Colin now. You can call me Tom G. Tom and G, which is stands for the other Marvel guy. That's good. There we go. Right. So AMG and Tom G. There we go. Uh, so that's what it's going to be from now on. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at another Marvel G, YouTube.com slash another Marvel guy. Just look me up. I actually don't have the URL, like I said. We're almost at 100 subscribers. Um, but other than that, you got anything else left to say? Nope. Not at all, except I win. All right. And uh, round two next week to finish off this uh, dual part of the dual episodes of the podcast here. Just a little theme going on. Um, but yeah, I gotta go work. Um, uh, not really in the nice. mood. Yeah, not really interested whatsoever. But uh, all right, all right, man. Guess we'll see you. I'll catch you in a bit. And uh, to everyone else, I'll catch you on a blip. <laughs>